Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So uh, here's another one for you, Carver High. You know, Illinois lost to Texas San Antonio in Champaign, 37 to 30. Now they're playing uh, Virginia in Charlottesville this week, and the number's 10. If they lose by seven to Texas San Antonio at home, what do you think is going to happen to them against Virginia on the road? I mean, I bet they don't cover that 10. Yeah, up and. Up and, they're not winning the game. Up and down start for Illinois, of course, beating Nebraska the first week, the week zero game, and then losing at home uh, to U- UTSA. And this is an early kick, too. This is like 11 a.m. East Coast kick uh, in Charlottesville. I love the Cavaliers. I, I think that that's a – I know the number seems a little big for Virginia. They're not a great team. But I, I think you might be able to lay with the, with the Cavs here on Saturday. I hit Maryland over West Virginia. They upset the Mountaineers in College Park. Maryland's not bad. Marshall. What's that? Two his, bro- two his brothers good, man. The kid playing quarterback for Maryland, Tauluya Tagovailoa. Very good. I hit uh, Marshall laying two and a half. It was my number three play. They destroyed Navy 49-7. Cincinnati I hit. Let's see. Uh they were laying 22 and a half. That was my number one play on Pharrellandabench.com. They destroyed Miami of Ohio 49-14. I think they're really good. I think that Notre Dame-Cincinnati game is going to be fantastic. I'm talking yes. about I think they can upset them, and I definitely think they cover in that game because you know they're going to be getting something. And... um Bama I hit laying the uh, 19, 44-13 over Miami. Um, how about uh, Lafayette covered for me against Air Force, getting 40 and a hook? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I missed on that Rice game. I was getting 20, and they uh, lost by a point to Arkansas in the, with the spread. It was 38-17. Oregon over Fresno, 31-24. Nebraska beat up on Fordham. You knew that was coming. I don't know what that final number was. Oh, it was 43 and a half. So they covered. Can you believe that? I laid 43 and a half with Nebraska against Fordham. That's how bad Fordham is. Kansas State, I hit against Stanford 24-7. They beat their ass. That was at Jerry's World, I think. Uh and then Rutgers, I hit laying fourteen. They destroyed Temple sixteen. Laid, laid the hammer. That's another game I love this week. I love Rutgers against Syracuse. Syracuse like came the, through for me too. Syracuse with right. the big win at Ohio. 
<laughs> you think they're gonna? Do you think that? So you think Rutgers goes to Syracuse and beats them? Yes, I do. I'm on the I'm on the Scarlet Knights this week. How about them putting sixty one up? Yeah. Never thought I'd see that day. I had a BC. How about that? I laid forty four and a half. They won fifty one zip over Colgate. I laid forty four and a half, and I could cover. Uh, we welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090, Sports Maps, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. It's for all the bench. I hit Penn State with the spread. And then Oklahoma beat Tulane by five. What's the deal with Oklahoma and that messing around with Tulane? I mean, honestly. Uh, it it feels got... like they always do this early in the year. Remember a couple years ago, Army at home took them to overtime. They lost early in the year last year to Kansas State. For some reason, early in the season, Oklahoma is asleep at the wheel. Then they'll go to Manhattan, Kansas on October 2nd and lose to them again? They've lost to them the last two years. Kansas State going for three in a row against Oklahoma. God, I mean, if you if you can't get up for that game, if Lincoln Riley can't get the crew up for that game after losing the last two years to them, when are you ever going to beat them? Maybe never. Here's what I want to know. How much? How big of a number are they going to lay on Nebraska? Is that this week or next week? I think that's next week, right? Uh, or is that game this let week? Me tell you, uh, let me tell you when it is. Is it really that early in the season? Yes. It is. It's next week. Next it's week. Next Saturday at Norman. Or where do they play that game? In the co- no, are they- no, they're they're playing the game in Norman. The game's in Norman. Games in Norman because they they play uh, Texas in the Cotton yes, Bowl. Yes, correct. So now this, this is the game is- that Nebraska wanted to back out of. Scott Frost didn't want to play this game. Because they're going to lose. They're going to get whacked. I mean, after that performance against Tulane, with all the hype they got as number two, now. With that performance, you can't tell me they're the number two team in the country. Uh, they're not. I know Georgia's number two now, right? But they—they uh, they were number two going into it. Now what? They're number. They're number. They're number, four number now? they're number four in my book right now, because Ohio State's better than them too. Yeah, Ohio State is better than them. So that pretty much sums up what happened uh, with regards to last week in college football. Now we got to get into some of these other big games that are happening this week. It never ends. We're all on events. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Mate, you're right that it's it's just I'm watching the A's and the White Sox, and I mean, if I were driving a car right now, I'd be in a like, ditch. Like it's hard because we just came off of five straight days of college football games. Like Thursday, huge games. Friday night, bunch of games. Full slate Saturday. Yeah, the Notre Dame game Sunday night. Yeah, the game sucked, but you had the Ole Miss Louisville game last night. We just had five straight days, and now there's no football tonight. 
and it's just baseball on. And it's like you said, it's just, geez, like I'm not excited to watch this at all. Like just get me to Thursday again and, you know, for the Cowboys and the Bucks, and then Friday night, Coastal Carolina and Kansas. I mean, let's go here. Let's just get to these games. Didn't they used to have like, um, it's amazing to me. Didn't they used to have like late night tennis on? I mean, the U.S. Open. Yeah, there, there should be there should be a late match. It, it it depends on if sometimes a lot of that depends on if it, if somebody gets smoked or not. You know, it only goes late if the, if some of the matches go longer. But there should be a later game. You know, a, a 10 o'clock starting match tonight. Well, there's not. It's over. I'll tell you that. Really finished. I mean, it's not on TV. I mean, so it was. You know, ESPN had it. I saw it on earlier, and they. Showed some guy walking into the locker yeah. room. But... All finals. You know what else the problem is? There's less matches now because you're getting into the quarters and the semis. There's less less inventory. I haven't watched five minutes of that until today when I saw that 19-year-old chick win the tiebreaker in the third set over the number five seed, and she advanced. So she beat Osaka, and then she beat uh, Kerber, right? Yeah. And then uh, she beat the number five seed today. It's the first time it's happened since Serena Williams did it when she was young, beating two top five seeds. And uh, so the five tonight and the uh, number one seed, she already beat. And then, I mean, let's face facts. I I don't care about it. I I still want to talk college football, but I'll say this. I just think it's amazing that that chick, I mean, in essence, she – she got Osaka to basically say she's going to quit playing tennis. She quit yeah, pretty much. She, she she got beat, and then she said she's quitting. She said, uh, I don't want to play tennis anymore. Well, you know what I say? Uh, bye. See ya. I'm sure they'll find someone to fill the hole and play. The, I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants to make money. Right. Because if you... Honestly, the whole bit about her mental health, I, I just can't take it anymore because it's pretty obvious to me. I, I you know, and I, you can say whatever you want about me and blame me, blame me for her problems. Go ahead. Like, just have at it. Blame me for her problems. Here's the deal. She's only miserable when she loses. Yep. Is that about right? Seems that way. <laughs> she's fine when she's winning. But when she's losing, she don't want to do interviews. She don't want to talk about it. She's not happy. She starts crying. Like, the whole deal. I mean, you've seen all that, right? Like, I mean, we've all seen it. So let's not act like we haven't seen it. When she loses, she goes through this whole act, the whole drama, the crying, everything else, weeping, can't do the interviews, can't do anything. It's pretty obvious to me. Like, am I, like, crazy? Because I played tennis my whole life. And losing sucks in any sport. But I got to be honest with you, Carver. I, I don't ever remember anybody crying. You know what I mean? Like when they lose. Like it really tore her up. And I'm not making fun of her. I just think that, I mean, how can you be the number one player in the world and you can't do interviews? You, you just can't handle the press. And then you, but you can handle those big paychecks, right? Like every week and the, and the big slam money that she makes millions on. She's happy those days, 
But the weird thing is about her, I'll say this. It goes back to the Serena Williams at the U.S. Open, remember? When she beat her. And they all booed her. And uh, they were mad that Serena got shafted by the umpire, right? And so they booed that she won. And that girl never recovered from that. I think that's what broke her. Is that that U.S. Open, whatever, last year, two years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. uh, When she, she lost. And she's never been the same since. But that girl, this girl, uh, Fernandez, whatever her name is, she beat her, uh, and now she she said she was quitting. She said, I don't want to play tennis anymore. I'm done. Okay, then. See ya. She'll be back. You know why? She'll be back. But you know what? I don't care. Checks are big. Are you? Are you serious that I'm like, I care if she quits? No, I don't. I definitely don't. And if she, don't that's care. what she needs to do, then go ahead and do it. Then do it. I, I don't care if any pro athlete quits or does whatever they want. Have at it. And I know everyone's on her side. Everyone's just trying to be there for all these other athletes from other sports. Yes. Doesn't that get ridiculous to you? Well, it gets ridiculous, but you got to understand the reason why it's happening is because they're being they're being at they like everybody needs a comment from them about it. Well, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? So they've got to then make you know show their support, or else they're bad people. What does Tom Brady have to do with Osaka? Nothing. Nothing. But we got to listen to him give her advice. Like I don't even I can't even take it. Like I, I'm just like whatever. I I can't deal with it. Like. I'm better off just saying, okay, if you don't want to play anymore and you can't handle it and you're having all kinds of mental issues, fair enough, then quit. Then just do something else. You've already made tons of money. She never has to work another day in her life. Maybe she could go uh, train and coach kids, you know? Maybe that'd make her happy. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like teaching kids. Yeah. She's a great player. Yeah. She's a great player. Why not run an academy and just, you know what? What pressure do you have if you're uh, running an academy for kids like Nadal runs an academy, but he's got all these people running it for him. Right. But when he's not playing, he he's there and um, in Spain and in um, uh, Morocco, whatever it is that they call it. Um, anyway, I, I think he's genuinely happy when he's doing that. He likes, you know, helping kids and uh, maybe that maybe that would uh, exciter. You know what I mean? You never know. No, that's it. Speaking of uh, quitting, the reason why you don't have a tennis match on right now is because the last me- match of the night, which was the men's quarterfinal match, uh, the Spaniard Carlos Alcaraz had to retire with an injury in the second set. Um, so that was he the had guy, to go. I, that, was that was the, the guy game I that... saw them walk into the locker room. Right. So that that was supposed to be the last match of the night, the late night match. And he had to retire in the second set through the injury. So the Canadian Felix Auger, uh, uh, Alessami, who I watched the other night play Tiafo, the American in a in a long match. Um, he moves on to the semis, it looks like. I, no way I said his name correctly. Just zero, zero percent chance. So, I who, said that so who's in the semis? Well, this this Felix kid from uh, from Canada is in the semis. Um, who else won today? Medvedev. He's he's on his way to the semis. Yes, and I believe uh, the number two seed. And I guess Joker is is in is also uh in the semis too, against uh, Berrettini. 
Does it not amaze you in uh, some capacity or another, like that he's just always in every final? He's a, he's a machine. Always, I mean, he's impossible to him winning. He's impossible to root for, but he's there every single time. I mean, he's not Federer and Nadal. He doesn't have that, you know, that thing that people gravitate to that they want to root for them. He does not have that, or the Sampras, or a, an Agassi, or or any of these guys from. The past, you know, 20, 25 years. Joker's probably like better. Joker's probably straight up better than all of them, but people don't like him because he's a D, and, that, and that's it. That's right. He he does it, to and himself. he don't care, he's, and he don't care he's either. A D. He's a D, and he's a brat, and he, you know, slams rackets and stuff, and no one likes him. So he's the greatest player ever that sucks. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pharrell on the bench. So before I get into uh, pro football uh, that starts Thursday night, I want to get into these last few games that we haven't talked about for this week, at least to scratch the surface on them. So Notre Dame and Toledo, Notre Dame's laying 16 and a half. Are you surprised how short it is? A little bit. Uh, I think it originally, when I saw a look ahead line like a couple weeks ago, it was like, like 20 or 21. It's down to 16. Uh, Toledo's probably one of the better teams in that conference. I think they were picked by a couple people to win the MAC this year. So they're going to have a little bit of a challenge here. Home opener. Uh, make sure you watch. You can only watch the game on Peacock. Remember that. No, they're not. They don't have the game on TV. You got to watch it on Peacock, so, which is so just about as as annoying as it gets All right, uh, so wait on a Saturday. So now, so now they're no longer on NBC. They're on Peacock this every is, game now? No, no. This is the only game that is exclusively Peacock. Every other game will be on Channel 4 or NBC, wherever you are, NBC. I am not signing up for that. Okay, so <laughs> I've already got ESPN Plus. I got yep. HBO Max. I got yep. Disney Me too. Plus. Uh, Me too. You know, whatever. I got Apple TV Plus. I got Hulu. I got Netflix. I got uh, Prime. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go broke. I, I have the Peacock. It's uh, you know, but like you said, I got I got so many of these things. It's it's ridiculous at this point. It just really is. I mean, honestly, it is so unbelievable. Like you know, strangely enough. Like, let's say you pay for cable, right? And then you have all this other stuff. The bill is outrageous. Now, I have, uh, you know, like Hulu, they have all these games on there. You knew that, right? Yeah. They got everything on there, man. Hockey. Well, look, uh, it, football, it's at the point. Basketball, they got it all. It's at the point now where you got to probably, you got to really do one or the other. Like, if you want to get involved with the apps, you, you just got to get rid of the cable. Uh, I mean, that's, and just go with the app. That's it. God. I refuse to sign up for Peacock. I've had enough. <laughs> I, I can't do another one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a stroke. I really am. 
Oregon and Ohio State, you do not play like they did against Fresno, and you're telling me they're going to go to Columbus and beat Ohio State? I think this is going to be – this game, you're going to be able to turn this one off at halftime. That's how bad I think this game is going to be. I think Oregon's an ultimate paper tiger. I don't think that they're very good at all. I think we've already seen Ohio State in the second half against Minnesota show that they are just explosive play after explosive play. I think they win this game by 20-plus. They completely rough them up. So after you saw um, Kirby Smart talk about how great UAB is, do you think they're going to lay down and not cover that 24 and a hook? Sounds no, I don't. like they're not going to do it. <laughs> He's He set you up earlier in the week for, you know, the 17-point the win over UAB at the, in between the hedges on Saturday, huh? Right? He's setting you up for he set you up already. That's a good team over there. They're Conference USA champions. <laughs> I think you know, uh just a couple more. Uh UNLV and Arizona State, that number's thirty-three in Tempe. UNLV lost to Eastern Washington. I picked Eastern Washington outright, as you know, and they were getting two and a half. They won the game in double overtime. Uh do the Sun Devils cover 33 against UNLV. Yeah, I won't be getting involved in this game because the Sun Devils really screwed me last Thursday. Like, I put a lot of faith in that 45 they were laying against Southern Utah, and they just right. completely they just completely did not try, like, the entire game. Like, they scored, like, 42 points, whatever it was. They gave 41-14. They, they did not even try. And I'm worried they won't try. No need to try against UNLV either. But UNLV is so, so bad. Playing, oh. Miami's playing Appalachian State down in uh, Hard Rock. Uh, they're laying only nine. Do yeah. you think they handle their business? You know, if they can't beat Appalachian State, now I know everybody goes back to the Appalachian State against Michigan game. Yeah, that was a long every, time ago. Every year, that's all we ever hear about. But uh, Miami should be able to whack them. Now, look, I, I think Appalachian State is a good team. Um, had them last week against East Carolina, who we were talking about before. And I see already it's only Tuesday, and I see everybody making that their trendy pick this week because Miami got whacked by Alabama. And I think that that's I think we're gonna get a break on this line. I'd get it before it gets while it's still under ten, because I got a feeling that on Saturday morning that thing shoots up to eleven or twelve. I think Miami gets a little bit of you know get get right after getting whacked by Alabama. I think they beat up App State, beat them up. Well, there you go. That's about everything. The other games are so bad, I won't even mention them. One last one. Virginia Tech, after what they did to North Carolina, they're laying 20 to Middle Tennessee. Um, you know, Middle Tennessee has not been the worst uh, football team in the world over the last few years. They won their opener 50-15 to 15 over Monmouth from New Jersey. Uh, they're getting no respect whatsoever in Blacksburg, like they're going to get killed. I actually, does Virginia Tech come off of that North Carolina win and think, well, this is just a walk in the park and they don't cover the 20. I think they cover the 20. I'm going in with Virginia Tech this week. I'm a believer after what they did to North Carolina. I know that the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee State got a little spunk to them, but I'm going to take the Vatek Hokies here. All right, so uh, let's talk about pain day. Take me to uh, Raymond James on Thursday night here uh, ahead of the schedule. It's Tuesday night. And uh, what do you think happens between the Cowboys and the Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs? 
Now, today we talked a lot about, um, you know, Joe Pisapia was on with us. He basically, did he not sound like he thought they're going back to the Super Bowl? That's what he sounded like, yeah. He sounded like he thought that the, the NFC is very weak and who's there to challenge him. And, we, and when you take a step back a little bit and you think about it, you know, maybe, yeah, you know, these other teams have question marks. They have warts. And it seems like the Bucks don't have any. Like, seriously, the Packers, they get there every year. They could beat the Bucks last year. I'm buying in on the Rams, but I don't know if they'd beat the Bucks at a big spot. I'm down on the Niners. I think the Ni- I don't think the Niners are going to be as good as everybody else thinks. And we know the teams in the East aren't that good. Who's beating the Bucks this year? Now, somebody's going to. You're right. It's very hard to get back to that point. It is hard to get all the way back and win it again. Ask the Chiefs last year. Right. But I think they'll at least get to the NFC title game. Well, the, everyone has it, uh, a repeat Super Bowl. I mean, I've heard everybody say it's Kansas no. City and Tampa again. And I just told you today, I don't believe that. No. I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. And I'm not I in on don't that. don't believe it. At, not, not one minute of it am I listening to. Anything can happen. Injuries will automatically happen. That That's inevitable. The question is, in January, who on the Buccaneers is injured? Right. Who's injured? Not not will they have injuries? Who will be injured? And and how many of them? And then then you can start making uh, assumptions of what they're going to do in big games because it all boils down to that. Look, they were an average football team last year until the playoffs, right? They really were. And no doubt. They and then they turned it on in the playoffs, and they and they got through those those games, and they made it, and then they kicked the Chiefs' ass. I think they were a hot football team at the exact perfect time, and that's why they won the Super Bowl. I never thought for one minute last year that they were the best team in the NFC at all. The entire season, no way can you tell me that. No, and you look throughout the season, they had some bad losses during the regular season, whether it was that Thursday night game in Chicago. They had Kansas City came to them in, what was that, late November, and absolutely whacked them uh, in that one game. So... You're right. They got themselves together after the bye. They got healthy and they got hot. When you, you got to look and see who's healthy in late December. When you get to late December, who's still got bodies on the field? Productive, healthy bodies. It's actually January. I'm just, but 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 this late December is when you can start to get a gauge. All right, this team isn't missing anybody. This team's got you know you start to that's when you teams some they start to build some steam heading into January if they're healthy. And, and that matters. And the Bucks kind of did that last year. Do you think that it's going to be wild on Sunday? Like, so Thursday night, let, let's just throw that out there. Do you think that Dallas can cover the seven and a hook? It's moved to eight in some houses. Yeah. Yep. Do you, it's eight now. It is eight yeah. right now. Do you think Dallas covers eight? And then no. do you think Sunday, the first Sunday of the NFL – because I don't think it's predictable at all. I think it's uh, it's going to be crazy. Like, it always is. I think I literally, I feel like every game will be crazy. I don't even think, you know, maybe one game's ugly. I'll bet one game might be all, you know, blowout. And then the rest of them are insane. Like, you know, you name it. Yeah. I won't be surprised at all. There's a couple overtime games. And well, uh, I bet all the games are close. 
and crazy. The, fir I, the first they're just going to be unpredictable and crazy, just like the NFL wants it. The first week of the season is always impossible to bet because you get some teams that everybody thinks are going to suck. They show up and give you a big performance on week one. Now they might end up being as awful as you expected as the season goes on, but for whatever reason, they give you a big performance in week one. It's complete overreaction city after that first game. And sometimes you get crazy games in week one from teams that you don't expect it. All right, we'll look at these games on Sunday because I think it's going to be radical. It's Pharrell and Avenge. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, Pharrell on a bench with you. And uh, I'm I'm lining up something I got to do tomorrow, uh, Carver High, with a buddy of mine in in Detroit, uh, Detroit Rock City. They want me that to right? Come on and yeah, they want me to come on and talk about the Lions tomorrow, right before I, our it's funny. Uh, TV I, show. I like the Lions this week. I know you do, um, <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. I'm assuming. I I I here's here's my. My entire thinking of it. It kind of goes to what we were just discussing before the break. Weird stuff happens in the first week. And that just – like I know the Lions are going to suck this year. They're not going to be a good team. They're going to probably go 3-14 and 14 or whatever it is. And they might not even win on Sunday. But over a touchdown, at home, Campbell's first game as the coach, I feel like his crazy motivational nonsense – and then, you know, not nobody having any tape, you know, as Goff being out there with them yet. I just feel like they'll be in the game with the Niners. And over a touchdown at home, I, I think I'm going to take my shot with it. In, in Campbell's first game, they get lucky and they hang with him? They, yeah, a little, little, you know, a little juice with Campbell. He'll probably give him some crazy speech in the locker room before the game. Nobody believes in us. You know, that don't work all year. He might get away with it in week one. He won't be able to be sitting there when they're, you know, two and seven in week 10. He's not going to be able to say it then, but he could say it in week one when they're still 0 and 0. So you just think they cover? Yeah, I, I think they cover the seven and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think they can cover the number. I, look, I think the Lions are a better football team, or the, the Niners are better flat out. No well, question. They, they are. They are. But I don't is know why the Niner don't buy them at all for the season. You, you're saying you just don't aren't buying the Niners. I'm not. I, I don't think the offense is as good as uh, people act act like they they've got some great offense. I don't think they do. I don't think they got some great offense. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I like Kittle. That's about it. I mean, I'm not falling over uh, about them or anything. Let's talk about games that matter, though. That's like, to me, that's like a bad sandwich, that game. <laughs> uh, the Steelers and Bills, it's six and a half. I know, I know you don't bet on the Bills ever, but now that you're on the grid, you got to. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, you got to say what you would do. 
I'm laying it. I'm yeah, laying the I six think and so a half. Too. I'm laying it. I, I now though, too, that, but... there's there's a couple things that do worry me in this game. I don't like that they've beaten the Steelers the last two years there in in Pittsburgh. Like it just Tomlin's too good. Like I just feel like you know he's finally gonna get Allen. Like it just it just he's beaten him the last two years. I feel like he's gonna be prepared for Allen this week. Well, I think that they could uh, if this game were at the catch a bottle. I think that they would cover the six and a half, and yeah. they might very well win. But it's in Buffalo, and I yeah. just don't think it's going to go well. I'll say this. Um, you know, I think everyone thinks that the Bills are AFC title game, and then no. it's some easy street, and it's automatic. No. And I don't believe that for one minute. I think they're going to have to work for it. I think they're going to have to earn it. I think I'm they're going to have to prove it. And I think that they're going up against a very dangerous team. Now, listen. Roethlisberger's got great receivers that make plays, and he's also now got Najee Harris, which they had no running game whatsoever last year. Nope. The, the worst running game in the league. And now they've got a great running back. And this guy, and people say, oh, they don't have a line. Listen, I mean, I got to tell you, there have been great backs that create on their own what, you know, even if their line sucks and they give them anything like a little teeny crevice, that's, that's all they need. If they're that good to make a play, right. To get through a hole or to bust an ankle and, and make moves and get outside inside, whatever guys make plays guys make moves and get through and, and make things happen. I think the bills are better than the Steelers, but I actually think that they got their hands full in this game. I, I think the league put this game on the schedule because they know how good it could be. It could very well be. I mean, it might very well be the best game of the day. Yeah. Big time game. Um, and, and I'm with you. I don't, and maybe it's just because I'm a fan and I don't want to. I definitely don't buy into. I don't like hearing the hype. I don't like watching everybody run around here for the last two weeks talking about how the Bills are this great team and the bills are super bowl dark horse and Josh Allen that super MVP. I don't like hearing that stuff. Maybe it's just me and my head isn't wired right because I spent 20 years of them being absolutely awful. And I can't really compute that. They're actually a really good team, but I hate hearing all this stuff before the season. I hate it. I like, I prefer last year. I added, you know, last couple of years under the radar, but when you have the kind of year they had last year, you don't stay under the radar anymore. That's for sure. Who do you think Tua uh, can go to Foxborough and beat the Patriots? Yes, I actually do. But it's going to be an ugly game. I, I mean, it's going to be a real ugly game. Like that game's got 16-13 written all over it. Yeah, but... Uh... On the other side of the coin, do you think Mac Jones can do something against Xavier Howard and the and the Dolphins defense? That's where I think I the ugliness. I, that's where I think the ugliness of this game comes through. I don't know if Jones is going to be able to do much against a very good Dolphin D, and I don't know if Two is going to be able to do much against Belichick. That that's kind of my my way of looking at it right now. It's going to be a very interesting game to see where those two guys are at after week one. The Eagles and Falcons play at Mercedes in Hot Town. Atlanta's laying three. 
Do you think Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, Hurts, et cetera, can do anything um, on the road in Atlanta? Look, I don't think I have any faith whatsoever in the Atlanta Falcons. What's, you know, I, I don't deny Ridley's good. I want to see the kid Pitts play in a pro game uh, like everybody else, but I, you know, I'm kind of over Matt Ryan. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly. I am too. I, and, and I think the Eagles are going to be awful this year, like absolutely dreadful. I think they're going to have a top five pick in the draft. I think they're going to lose a lot of football games this year. But I can't trust the Falcons because they they, they just that they, they can't be trusted. How how could you lay points with the Falcons? They they never come through, ever. Like couldn't you see this is the type of game? Couldn't you see the Falcons being up like ten or fourteen at halftime and they end up losing the game? Like it's just it Hurts has some crazy comeback in the fourth quarter. Two wounded birds right here, the Falcons and the Eagles. Two wounded birds. Are brutal. Vikings and Bengals in uh, the Queen City. Minnesota's laying three. I have this just weird feeling that Joe Burrow is going to come out and beat them. I'm real down on the Vikings, too. I, I know you shouldn't put a lot into preseason, but they looked awful. Like, they just – all the, the the nonsense with the, the quarterbacks with the COVID and Jefferson's been kind of banged up throughout camp at receiver. Cook seems to always get hurt every other week, too. But they're way I'm more just, talented than Cincy. They are way more talented than Cincy. But what does Cincinnati have besides nothing? The kid Chase really did nothing in the preseason whatsoever. Burrow never played but five minutes. Nobody knows what's going to happen with them. They might get destroyed. <laughs> they they might. <laughs> I can't even fathom. I would bet on them. I mean, I must be stupid. But the, you know, I'll tell you the reason I would is because it's going to be like all hands on deck for insanity on Sunday because I don't yeah. think anything's going according to script. Nope. Never does week one. It right, never Cardinals, does. Titans, Cardinals, Titans, uh, Tennessee laying three. I'll tell you what, everyone thinks the Titans are a playoff team. And I think they're, you know, loaded as well. Fair enough. But they've had their fair share of problems lately with COVID, and I think that Arizona team's tough. I think Kyler Murray's good, and I know uh, Hopkins is good. We'll see what Green does. Do you think they can go in there and beat them outright? I I think they can because as much as everybody loves to pump up the Titans, and they have – do you ever hear anybody talk about the Titans' defense? No. No. Want to know why? Because it sucks. That's why. There's a reason why I think this is one of the highest totals on the board this week. I think you said it right with Joe today. There's going to be points in this game. Both teams are going to score. Both teams are going to get into maybe even the low 30s in this game. Cardinals can win this game on the road in Tennessee on Sunday. God, would that be crazy? Uh, Seahawks and Colts in Indy. Uh, Seattle's laying two and a half. Boy, doesn't that just seem like fishy? Have have they said yet what the deal is with Wentz? Is Wentz playing in this game? Is he not playing in this game? They haven't made you know any official playing. announcement you know about that, playing. right? There's no way they're starting Jacob Eason. No way. <laughs> he stays. Wentz is playing with a broken foot. <laughs> He's so bad. Jacob Eason. 
Honestly, you like Russell Wilson on the road here? You like Russell does Wilson? Does it matter who? Does it even matter who starts for them? No. Because if Russell win. Wilson is such a badass, and we've heard all about how they've settled all their problems. I'll tell you what, their problems will come right back if they lose this game. Probably. Chargers and Washington in D.C., and the Chargers are laying one. I won't be surprised at all. They go to D.C. and lay a massive egg. I was just going to say the same exact thing to you. I'm on Washington on Sunday. This is a typical Chargers getting pumped up by everybody. We love the Chargers. They never win these games. They never win these games, the Chargers. They're road favorite. Wash and Fitzpatrick, and you look everywhere Fitzpatrick goes, every team he's gone to, when he first starts playing for them, he gets hot. Always starts hot with every team he's with, and then he crashes. He'll start hot. He'll beat the Chargers on Sunday. So um, Astros just walked off on Seattle and beat him 5-4. Wow. Uh, Jets, Panthers, why do I think this is going to be a crazy game uh, with Sam Darnold going up against the Jets and then uh, Zach Wilson going up against Sam Darnold, the guy he replaced? Uh, I still have this weird feeling that Carolina will beat them. Yeah, I'm on Carolina. Uh, there's a, The thing for me here is Matt Rule, second year. Sal is in his first. Darnold, the revenge factor against the Jets. I think that there's a couple, and Carolina at home as well. That, that's kind of, I, I don't like the five. I think it's hard to lay five points with Carolina, but I do think they're going to win the game. Well, uh, that's the thing. I, I Originally, I was on the Jets with the number, but uh, the more I think I'll about it. I'll end up playing it. <laughs> I'll the more I think about it, they're the Jets. Jaguars yep. and Texans. I think you told me you were taking the Jags. No, I'm on the Texans. No, I'm Tex- on the Texans too. Big I'm on time. The Texans too. But I think it's very dangerous, and uh, I don't even want any part of it. Browns, Chiefs. Are you laying the six? I am laying the six. The Chiefs, no doubt. Uh, and then Packers, Saints. Green Bay's laying four. I saw it at uh, four and a half. It's four now. I'm on the Packers. Yeah, I'm on the Packers there as well. It's Pharrell on the bench. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Taking Broncos or Giants at MetLife. Uh, Denver's laying three on the road. Super fishy line. I- I'm taking the Broncos on Sunday. And the Bears, Rams, Sunday night. Uh, Rams, oh, Rams. seven and a half. Rams. Rams big. Rams big over the Bears, huh? Just going to blow them out? Andy Dalton stinks. He's going to get eaten alive by... Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and the Rams D. And then Monday night, uh, Baltimore's at the Raiders in Vegas, and they're laying four and a half. Uh, Baltimore's laying four and a half. I got to tell you, I've been thinking about this game. I I might be taking the Raiders with the points here. I I think that they might have a little juice here on Monday night against Baltimore. Opening Monday night game in Vegas. I'm there, too. 
I think I'm, I think I'm going to take the four and a half. I am too. White Sox lead the A's four to one, bottom seven in the ashtray in Oakland. Rangers lead the D-backs three to one, end of seven. You know what I need less of in my life? The Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks and being required to make a bet on their game every day. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I how awful is that game? Like, they what, what do they got? A combined about 70, 75 wins between the two of them? I mean, they both have an awful seasons. Just embarrassing. See, uh, your boy Blake Snell is in the seventh inning with a perfect game right now for the well, uh, Padres. I don't think it's perfect anymore because they've got a guy on um, a guy on base, but they still say no hitter through six and two thirds. So oh, he right, must have well, walked the guy or something. Well, there you go. It's all very exciting. Giants beat the Rockies 12-3. Astros, they told you, walked out. Brewers kicked the Phillies' ass. Reds big. Braves win. Orioles win. Mets win. Twins win. Doesn't matter. Dodgers win. Rays win. Jays beat the Yankees. Pirates beat the uh, Tigers. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 on Coast to Coast. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.